Chalaba, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalaba, and today is Monday, June fourteenth, twenty twenty-one, and it has been a it's been a really really good day. I've been able to get a lot done and just been super productive, um, mostly for my day job. And it seems more and more that that's just getting busier and busier. I just think that they are uh, they have a lot on their plate right now where I work and. I have been kind of put in a lot of different spots there, so I am slowly trying to figure that out, trying to figure out how to get as much done there as possible, and then also save some energy and stuff and get a lot done at home, but mainly I've just been working on getting my business built up, and I talked a little bit yesterday about trying to build up some of the the systems and more so some of the guides that I have for some of the people that I'm going to be bring into my business at some point. And I think having that stuff ahead of time is just super valuable because one, it helps you refine your processes. So that's what I'm gonna be doing this week is trying to refine those, make sure that they're ready to go. And then at some point I can just roll that out and say, hey, okay, here's my here's my job description of what I need somebody to do as a lister. Here's my job description of what I need somebody to do as a bookkeeper. And not just making those, but having a plan, having a plan on how you're going to roll that out to somebody because there's a lot of complications for this. I mean, I was just looking at some of the things I may need to do in order to have somebody do my bookkeeping for me. And I may need to, like I keep all my stuff on a, a program, an online database called Airtable, which is really, really nice. It's like Excel, but made a little bit cleaner and nicer to look at and also a lot more functionality and so or, or practical functionality it's like really easy to use and it's pretty easy to understand and stuff so that's great but you need an account to use it and the account that i have costs i think it's like 20 bucks or 24 bucks a month it's like not crazy but it's definitely like it's cost and looking at that i realized that if i want to bring somebody in to outsource that task i'm either going to have to build some sort of thing that needs to be copy and pasted by me over into airtable or I need to scale that out and say, okay, listen, I'm gonna have to at some point scale this over to somebody else doing it for me. I'm not gonna wanna be doing all my bookkeeping forever. Even if somebody else does the bookkeeping and then I copy and paste it, that'll save me time, but that's not scalable. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life doing that. I know at some point I'm gonna need to outsource this. So rather than just wasting time building some Excel sheet that the person enters the data into, then I copy and paste that over into Airtable to save myself the cost per month, I'm just going to buy them an account probably because you need an account in order like if I pay 24 bucks a month, I need another $24 a month account to, in order to edit it or the person has to log in with my credentials which I do not want. If you if you kind of get them a second account, you can limit what they can see, you can limit all this kind of stuff with it and it's just it's very very it's much more secure that way. So it is a bit of a bummer, but at the same time, it's scalable and I can easily send that to somebody else and it's going to be super simple. It may cost me an extra 20 bucks a month, but at the end of the year, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at an extra 240 bucks plus whatever you're paying the person to do it, but you're done with that task. So even if like, like even if I have to pay the person, I don't know, a hundred bucks a month or even less than that, I mean, if they're only doing bookkeeping for me, that may that may take like a, a, an hour or two a week. Like it's really not that hard to do. And if I build the system right, it'll be easy enough for them to get done quickly. It'll be a quick like money grab for them. So why wouldn't they want to do it for me? And it may only take them an hour a week. So if I'm paying them three bucks an hour and that's an hour a week or two hours a week, I mean, you're looking at like somewhere between 12 and 24 bucks a month plus the 20 or so dollars a month for the account. It's like 40 bucks a month to never have to do bookkeeping again. Like that's awesome. That's, that's well well worth it. So that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. Just trying to figure out, hey, like what what can I do and what sort of things can I 
build for somebody else to come in and ultimately run this part of the business for me. And then then once that's ready and I kind of look at it and say, okay, that's fine, like we're ready to go, I can start outsourcing it. So that's what I'm looking at right now because that will allow me ultimately to get to where my goal is of, of doing a massive, massive amount of sales on eBay. And if I can just start building that this year, that'll get me on the right track to be able to do that, outsource more. And the more I can outsource, like if I could outsource sourcing to where I get VAs to, or just somebody in general to do the, do some research for me, go and like I can perfect a method of, of doing my own research. And if somebody else go do that, scrape some websites for me, do their own research, then come back with a list of SKUs that they can say, okay, here's some things you should check, you should type in Terapeak, do your own, here's like the, the list of SKUs you, you should look up on Best Buy or Walmart or wherever. And here's some things that look like they're going to be gaining value here in the next month or so. Like those sort of things would be super valuable pieces of information. I have somebody doing that for me each day. And, and that would be a massively valuable asset to my business. It doesn't matter what I'm paying them. They would be making me way more money than, than I'd be able to make myself just doing it myself. And I would save so much time. I could be doing the buying and then I could be looking into adding more people in and, and adding more people in and, and kind of trying to scale that out to where maybe I don't just have one person doing the sourcing for me. I have three or four different people each specialized on their own niche doing the sourcing for me. And now I'm just doing the buying or I have somebody else below me doing the buying and kind of taking all that information, doing the buying on their part. Like there's a lot you can do with it and I can just keep building that out hopefully and get to where I need to be. So that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. And that's kind of why I'm working on this. I just sat down the other day and thought, what do I need in order to hit my goals? And what do I not have that I will want to have or that I envision myself having then? And how can I get that now? So one of those things was getting some of these tasks outsourced and you gotta start somewhere. So starting with the bookkeeping, starting with the listing, those are two of the easiest things to outsource. So that's what I'm gonna work on this week and hopefully get that wrapped up. So that's what I'm looking at now, but I did want to talk a little bit about an idea that I had for best offers, okay? And this comes on the heels of me taking a best offer on a backpack for 75 bucks that really probably isn't worth more than 10. I bought it at a Goodwill for I think like four or five bucks and I saw it sold on Poshmark one time for like an obscene amount of money. It was like 200 bucks it sold for on there. And then I listed on Poshmark, eBay, Mercari, and like probably within a month of getting it, I I got an offer for 140 bucks and I countered. And that was the stupidest thing that I can think I've done in a long time. You spend four bucks on something, you get a $140 offer, you better take it if it's not worth more than what it is. Like, you know what I mean? It's just not a, it's not worth that much. It's a Beachbody backpack. They're hard to find, but at the same time, there's not that many collectors of Beachbody. And I'm surprised it hasn't been taken off of eBay because they Vero list a lot of stuff. So Beachbody is not somebody you want to mess with. I honestly forgot I had it on there until now, but I have never gotten a Vero listed. So it is what it is. So somebody bought it. Somebody offered me 75 bucks for it. And I just thought this thing's been here for three years and I haven't gotten an offer in this thing in, in years. Like it's probably been since that $140 offer that I got the first year that I had it that I've gotten an offer on it and it just wasn't worth it for me to move it. So finally a $75 offer came in. I just thought that's way, way more than it's going to get me right now just sitting there. And I don't know when the next offer could be. So I'd rather take it and then move on and keep things moving from there. So I took that offer and it made me think how much more money would I have made if I had just set a baseline for each item that I wanted of what I was willing to take for it. And it doesn't need to take you a lot of time. You don't need to write it down anywhere. Just keep it in your head, right? When you go sourcing, if you're having an issue where you feel like you're not taking enough best offers and then you regret not taking them, think just a little bit whenever you buy the item. What do I want for this? What is an acceptable price for this item? How much am I looking to make from this item? Because 
like I wasn't looking to make a crazy amount. Okay, I saw the backpack it sold once for two hundred bucks. I would love to make two hundred bucks, but would I have been happy to make one hundred and thirty bucks on it? Yeah, I would have been happy with that, and I didn't take it. And it really just boils down to not having a plan in place to go. Well, okay, if somebody offers me like over fifty dollars for this backpack, I spent a few bucks on. I'm probably willing to take it. Like I, I'm willing to make forty to fifty bucks on this thing. And if anybody goes over that, I'm taking it. And if you do that for your items, if you set a baseline for if somebody offers over this price, I will accept. And you can even do this if you really, really want to. If you really want to get into it, you can set this up in your listing. It says if like automatically accept offer if above X. And you could put that in there. You can say if above $50 or if above $100 or whatever you want to put is your item amount that you want to say. Somebody offers me above this, just automatically accept it. Like I don't care. So that's something that I'll do. Like you can totally do that. I don't do that. I like to review offers as they come in. But if you are having an issue where you're like, you're like, I'm not taking the offers enough, cut yourself out of the picture. Just make, figure out when you're listing the item, what do I want for this? I paid three bucks for it. How much am I willing to take? How much am I willing to get for this? If it's a very expensive item that maybe is super rare, like I bought a clock one time that sold for I think like 250 bucks. And I think I bought it for a few bucks at, at Goodwill. And it was worth that because I saw them consistently going around 200, 250, 300 bucks on eBay. And I just thought, okay, if somebody offers me more than 200 bucks, I'm totally taking it on this. And I did. But if you have an issue with that, which I have had that issue before, take yourself out of the picture. Go, okay, if somebody offers me more than 200 bucks, I'm willing to take that. When you make the listing, set the offer price that says, if somebody offers me more than this, I will accept automatically. Set that at 200 bucks. And then eBay goes in, somebody offers you 212. Guess what? You just took the offer. And you don't have to think about it. You don't have to regret it. You just made a boatload of money on an item you spent a few bucks on. And you don't have to consider, well, should I have or, or would I have made more of this? Or you just automatically accept the offer and you will make more money. You will not regret. You will not regret taking a good offer as long as it's decent in the marketplace, right? Or if it's decent for what you are for what you bought the item for. I mean, there's there's plenty of times where I'm just like, this may not be marketplace right now, but I also didn't buy the item for probably as much as many people in the marketplace did. I got it on sale, got this pair of shoes with a discount, like whatever. I'm willing to take less because I'd rather get the profit back and just keep flipping it. So keep that stuff in mind. Think about what you want. Think about what you need for this item to make sense to profit on. Set that as your maximum price on eBay and then just go. Like get out of there. Set it at, and not the maximum price that you listed at, but there is an option to say if the item is offered above this amount, accept automatically. You set that price and you don't have to think about it ever again. Stuff's just selling and if it's not worth it, I, I don't suggest you automatically decline things. If you really want your store to be more passive, you can do that. But if you have the time, definitely go back in and counter offer people because it one, generates more traffic to your store, and two, you always have that option for somebody to accept the offer. So that sort of a thing is great for you to do. Declining really doesn't help your store at all, but counter-offering and accepting offers does. So just keep that stuff in mind. Yeah, if you're having an issue trying to figure out when do I accept this, just decide beforehand, set it up on the listing, and then get out of there. And you don't gotta worry about it. You don't gotta think about it again. If you get an offer that comes in that's high enough for you to be happy with, it just accepts it for you, and you don't have to think about it. So. Keep that in mind. Keep that kind of stuff in the back of your head if you're having an issue with that because it's been something that I've struggled with a lot before and I may start to do that. I mean, it's just something that I kind of came up with in the last few minutes, but it would really help me out a lot on some of these items that it's like, you know, I don't really need this anymore. Why don't I just take the the next offer that comes or the best offer that comes in? So that's something you can do and you could definitely make a lot more money with that because you're not putting yourself in your own way and you're not getting in your own way of making a sale. So Hopefully that helps you out. I'm going to get going. You guys have a great rest of your Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.